Hey, here we are. I'm ready. You're ready. <laughs> yeah, ready. I'm day one without coffee. So, mm. is that why you're lying in bed doing the podcast? Yes. Yes. Okay. That's exactly why. <laughs> and um, I wish us all the best of luck. Um. Um. What? Uh. What? Why are you doing this? Not just to yourself, to us. Why are you doing this? <laughs> us we're a couple now right we are what i my favorite thing about last week's episode was somebody tweeted at me and said it was so crazy when you guys fought but i knew you would make up and i was like oh did you (laughs) i didn't i didn't know (laughs) (laughs) i'm so glad (laughs) yeah it's no this has been my therapy for four years i uh i hope you're okay with that (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> right. What I've, uh, I'm, I'm working on getting my license. In. Just got to get my hours in. And, uh, I think we're at 300 hours. Now. Yeah. I think you've got uh, it. <laughs> You're licensed in a couple States, not California, but, <laughs> <laughs> but it's, uh, uh, we could do this on the beach. That's what people are doing. They're doing things on the beach. Are they doing I, podcasts on the beach? Uh, people are doing all kinds of things on the beach. They're doing, did you, you remember that thing on the thread on one of the threads we're on, which was, Someone going to hot yoga in a tent outside, like that would make it better because it wasn't yeah, a that, that's me. Are you in a tent? No, you're under a tarp outdoors uh, uh, in the parking lot. So you're completely outdoors. The tarp just protects us from the sun, the overhead of the heat of the sun. I wear a mask. Other people don't wear a mask. But you are, you know, six feet apart from people and you're outside. Okay. Yeah. I thought it was an enclosed tent and I was like, what the fuck is the point of this? It's a building, but it's more made of canvas. Is that (laughs) stop the COVID? Just imagine a tarp over a driveway. That's essentially what it is. Okay, so it's a carport, but a tarp. Yeah, basically. It's Uh kind of structure. My my son right now is hanging out with two humans his age, their brothers. And uh, they're in the garage. The garage door is open, and then the I, I put doors on the other side of the garage. So there's a cross. There's a cross breeze when everything's open, and they're all three wearing masks. And uh, is your uh, garage empty again? Well, it is when the person in it goes out for a couple of days. Oh, there you go. Okay. Yeah. So I thought. Um, yeah, I was wondering about that. Anyway. Yeah. Okay. Oh, good. So he's he's with other. Other young men. This is. He can bond I mean, with you know, uh, thirteen is a really hard age. You're just so self conscious about stuff. Like I forget that th- how self conscious you people are when they're thirteen. To you know, like you know, one person we're taking puppy training classes, and the you know the lady said something to him, and he it, it affected him more than I thought it would. Like yeah. I was like, what, whatever. <laughs> but right. then I'm like, oh yeah, when you're 13, you feel, you know, like everyone's looking at you, you know what I mean? All that kind of stuff. And yeah. uh, so the most I said was like, you know, uh, don't worry when you'll get older and you won't even notice that stuff. It won't, it won't hit you the way it's hitting you right now. But gosh, right. it's, it sucks. I mean, so many things wrong with this fucking pandemic. And one is, uh, as, you know, only children 
being by themselves or just with parents or adults the entire time. It's like fucking right. awful. Right, right. It is a drag. Um, I so I was talking to a friend, a friend of mine this morning, and I said that um, that I'm scared to go on the road again. Mm-hmm. But I have to go on the road again because I can't do these jokes anymore. I can't work on this I album know. anymore. Right. I, I, I want this album. I would like to write new jokes, please. And um, and I keep adding stuff and, and moving. But arguably, we could say that my dad chunk is added to my dad chunk from 97. So... <laughs> um, why don't I would like to record this portion of dad chunk so that I could abandon this portion of dad chunk so I could work on new dad chunk. Sure. Uh, it's, it's argued that artists keep uh, re revisiting the same things over and over again in their entire lives. Right. Oh my God. Somebody once said, Oh, are you still doing stuff about your dad? And I got really mad. Oh my so, God. Um, I was like, you, uh, yeah. Are you still talking about your pants? Like that thing. In your pants? <laughs> Oh, the thing in his pants. Oh, I see. Yeah. Pants. Not just sure. the pants. The thing in his pants that he won't stop talking about. How about that, buddy? I think you're talking about Jeff Altman. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff Altman. He left his pants. Did he have pants, Joe? He, wanted- he's, he's the guy that used to do his, an old man, he used to do his dad, and he would have loose pants, and he'd, he'd hunch over and pull the pants up to his, like his, <laughs> his breasts almost, or his oh, nipples, or whatever men call them. Yeah, I guess they right. call him that. And then uh, do an impression. It was fucking hilarious. It was <laughs> right. It was it was great. Like you waited face work. Yes, forty minutes of material <laughs> so that Jeff would pull his pants up a little bit and pretend to be his dad. But it was worth the wait. Oh my god, uh, it sounds hilarious. And uh, one of those things that I would have laughed at and gone, "Is that fair?" And then I would. <laughs> it's not fair. It's not written. It's not fair. <laughs> Those are just loose pants. Yeah. <laughs> right. Those are just, exactly. Jackie, and, uh, you're secretly a San Francisco comic. I don't know if you know that, but that's exactly the thought process. Of, uh, <laughs> I maybe Minneapolis is a tiny San Francisco. Maybe <laughs> and uh, so um, everybody, it's so funny. You go to different cool towns around the country mm-hmm. and they go, we're like a small San Francisco. And I was like, really? or you're a really cool Portland. <laughs> or you're a just fine Austin or uh, Bloomington, Indiana is kind of cool. Leave it alone. You don't have to be a tiny San Francisco. You're good. Look, and, everyone uh, wants to be San Francisco. What can we do, Jackie? Exactly. Exactly. Oh, man, you, you were so Wisconsin when you said exactly that. You took me out of San Francisco immediately. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Um, so wait, why are you not drinking coffee? You know what? It uh, it reduces the chances of you getting colon cancer. Like gobs and gobs of coffee. It's actually quite good for you. Oh, I'm not, just today. I had a bad day yesterday. I don't know if you know this, but I have a drinking problem, and uh, right. moderation is not my strong suit. And sure. so yesterday, I drank so much coffee oh. that I had nightmares and could not sleep Whoa. like an old person or someone who is allergic to coffee you, um, you had so much coffee you were giving other people colon cancer that's how <laughs> you were so i was helping it out of your ass from their yeah. colon cancer. i was pooping for two <laughs> there was so much oh, here's what happened i decided i wanted to do you know i usually do the sunday shows right and so i yeah. decided that i was going to do a saturday show but it was going to be super late so that it could be afternoon in 
in like Sydney and, and Melbourne. And that is so cool. So that was last night. I saw that. I saw your ad for it after you had done it already. Well, and I, uh, and I mentioned this and I'm sure someone will tweet at you because there were some people from Patreon and from the, from, uh, from this show who were there. And I said, because, um, Baron, uh, I didn't think, uh, Baron Vaughn fell asleep and didn't show up. He was going to a guest set. Oh, but I did a show with Baron Vaughn this week. Fucking yeah. brilliant. So yeah. funny. Yeah. I knew okay. it. I knew it. That's why you, I asked him. You missed some gems, Jackie. But go ahead. Guy, Guy Branham was also on a show last night I tried to go to, and I missed his set. Ah. So um, those were the two uh, sets I wanted to see pretty bad this weekend, and yeah. uh, missed them. But um, so as he kept not showing up, I kept thinking, I wonder if I could ping you, Lori Kilmartin, see if you could hop on. And then I was like, no, I kind of just want to go next. <laughs> <laughs> And I admitted that to the audience, and I, I know <laughs> one of them is going to narc on me. So I was like, "Snitches, snitches, get to me." <laughs> um, well, that's that's cool. That sounded fun. I uh, had an afternoon show yesterday uh, okay. at four thirty, and then um, we, ha- my son and I, had plans to go watch anime with my best friend, but she had to cancel. Uh, so we decided to go to a drive-in. Uh, uh, theater in Glendale and we saw Armageddon and it is it was so bad I, I it just kept getting worse and worse um, it, 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 it it's like a, 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 a time capsule of movies in 1998 you know and I've never seen it before mm-hmm. the way it ends you're psyched is that the way yeah that oh hell yeah because because America yeah. get this America saves the world <laughs> oh my god wait wait like, go wait, ahead what was it wait, what was what, what what is the one i'm thinking of where they're standing on the beach and and the that's deep impact hit. that's the other asteroid movie from the same year oh thank you very much no problem uh, Kyle, oh. happens a lot. Uh, feel free yeah. to see deep impact because that one ends how they all should end which is us all dying it is just one of where and that woman was so who was that woman because she was so annoying in that role Leone. Oh, good God, it was and, killing me. Oh, yeah. was she's like, a good actress. Yes, she is. And she way. was acting like a pain in the ass. And uh, and so uh, I was like... That's, yeah, uh, that's the writer and director's fault. It's not her fault. She's, oh, no, it wasn't She's a great actress. Yeah. She was nailing the role of, no, no, please kill these, kill these people. She's one of those people that I think they keep trying to give her sitcoms. I think they stopped because she, you know, aged out of people wanting to give women sitcoms but she, it was like oh what is one of these fuckers gonna stick because she's really really good yeah oh, madam wow. president oh did she do oh. madam president and that was real fun oh okay cool. well there you go uh, i guess i'm not totally on top of network television. good for her it all worked out oh my god there was some tv show that andy was telling me about today um where the second child of the roy- of royal families around the globe are superheroes, but and because it goes through the royal line, but only the second child gets the superheroes. Oh, I love it. Like, so the, Prince Andrew, the pedophile. Uh, well, uh, here's my thing. What is with divine right? Fuck monarchies. Fuck them all the way to hell. Yeah. And uh, so. Yeah. Uh, you mean George George H W Bush and George W Bush? Yes. And, uh, yes. American <laughs> and monarchies. Jeb, as well. yeah. That new yeah. Kennedy. Who gives a shit? 
Oh, he went down in flames. Thank God. Yeah. And, and his seat went to a Republican. That's what happened because he decided to uh, shoot for something he wasn't ready for. You know? Yeah, whatever. Um, um, go ahead. Yeah, no. So, yeah. So, I am. I'm. So, this week was a big week of me just going, I need to record this album. Um, so, you set a date, right? I set a date and then. It led to two other dates. At where? To practice. Well, first of all, I looked at my schedule, which is still, it is, uh, it is speaking of Armageddon, yes. uh, the, uh, <laughs> it, is, uh, it is pretty dark looking out there. Right. But I have, supposedly, I have a weekend in Seattle at Laughs in <gasps> November. Oh! Which I don't know, I, I, I pinged. Okay. TJ booked it for me, so I was like, this was canceled, right? And he goes, yeah. And then f- 10 months later, he's like, let me check. And I haven't heard back from him, and that was on Friday. So I mean, um, mine was canceled in May. I think I had one. But what is Seattle what? in a position to, are they reopening a, a little yeah. bit? I don't know, but it was November 22nd, and it's for some reason it's still in my books. Right. And um, and then the, the next gig I have after that is December... Well, I also had an, uh, a weird end of November run with Maria, which I'm almost in in Canada. So, um, oh, but then, but December second is supposedly a go in Loveland, Colorado. Okay, for Comedy Works, and cool. then um, and then the fifth and sixth in Milwaukee, which I just I picked up in the middle. And Greg was really cool about it because I was like, I would love to practice these. And Greg's doing his space. You know, the laughing tap? It's brand new. It's only open. It's less than a year open. No. Uh, So, but it's uh, in sort of the hipster part of Milwaukee. It exists. And um, (laughs) why wouldn't it? I heard it's here. It's a little San Francisco. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, No. No, it is not. (laughs) Not even. Uh, uh, she got yeah. up uh, to make that point, guys. Right, I actually got listening. off this pillow yeah. and my head went crazy. Because if you don't drink coffee after drinking all the coffee, it turns out you have a headache. Terrible anyway, one. So, yeah. um, and then anyway, so, but they're going to put 25 people, two shows a night in a room. Okay. That is, uh, I believe a little over 100. So uh, are they going to wear masks, the audience? I believe, uh, I hope so. I, 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 I think you could ask them, say, this is what I want. I'm the headliner and I want these people wearing masks. Yeah. You know, even, even to take like a, uh, you know, an intermission or something to go out and get a drink. I, I, like, I don't know how the club's set up, but I definitely, you know, they're saying a second wave is going to come in the winter. So I think it'd be, you're within your rights. And I think anyone coming to see you will be cool with that. It's just 25 people. Yeah, and keep a mask on the entire time. There's well, you know, I know that there's a lot of um, there's steady work for people building those plexiglass in between things. Yeah, and uh, I would like a plexiglass in between things between me and the damn audience. Yeah, um, it's, and, yeah, um, but it's and obviously, uh, and it breaks my heart because my garage is full. I will not bring in any merch. I can't bring any merch. Obviously. It hurts. It hurts because um, it's you know. And what, what was, and then, so Lewis is putting, he's got, he, he believes it'll be 75 people. His, his room seats 240, remember? 
right uh, in at Acme. And, and does he have plexiglass as well? Uh, he's got. Pl- I I saw some plexiglass in some of the photos and stuff. I don't yeah. know how he's got it set up, but I know that there is. Is that hot but, performing? Has anyone? Have you talked to anyone who's performed? Is that extra hot underneath the glass? I have not. All I know is that he's also pushing it to Zoom, so people mm-hmm. can watch the Acme shows live. They should. They should all be doing that. That's just free free money, you know. Yeah. yeah. Um, but uh, so so Milwaukee, and then what Loveland in at the Comedy Works? How many people are going to be in the audience? That's a you know? theater, and I don't know what the hell that is. Mm. But I assume, because the Comedy Works itself is not open to my knowledge. What if every Jackie Cation show came with a Jackie Cation mask? Mm. Wow. Um, that could, that, Elliot Cation likes you. Um, yeah. Back in 1997, he told me to throw things into the audience with my name on them. Let's not um, throw them. When they, <laughs> maybe get the, the Elliot coin insignia on a mask, and then that just comes with your ticket. You know, and then there you, you you will have an audience of people masked in your merch, and they don't have to buy it. I don't yeah. know. It's it's kind of cool. It's, it's, a, it's a really cool idea. My brother Russ told me because he's teaching at the university. He teaches at the University of Wisconsin Whitewater, Econ, and but he has to go into class and teach. But and the kids can come, but nobody's coming. They're all doing it from home. Right. And but he does walk past some students sometimes on campus. And if he sees a student without a mask, he has individually wrapped masks that he bought like a stack of, mm-hmm. and he literally whips them at them. That's great. He's just like, wear a mask. And the kids inevitably say, oh, I forgot it. And yeah. he's like, oh, look for me. Look, look what I got for you. And he, I, I believe them they, they forget it, you know? No, no, I mean, 18, yeah. 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 Um, well, that's that's cool. I, I had a week in Ann Arbor that R- Roger had to- just told me it was canceled. Yeah, uh, I had assumed it was canceled, but uh, he he texted me like two weeks ago. And, yeah, um, I'm supposed to be in the spring as well. Yeah, so I I have no weeks at all on the books. I, I n- nothing. Right, right. I'm I'm, I'm uh, you know I'm okay. I don't want to get COVID, <laughs> yeah. but. I, and I know you don't either, but I, I think like, uh, you know, if you can, if you can insist that the audience stay masked, I think that that's really good for you. Yeah. Yeah. That's not a bad idea to have a couple hundred masks printed up because, mm-hmm. um, I wonder if I can get them by December. Probably. Yeah, you can. Yeah. Uh, the ones I've been getting, um, you know, the ones with the stuff that I wrote about yeah. my mom on them there, it's like a two week turnaround. They're a little expensive. I'm sure you can find a place that can do them cheaper, but, um, right. You know. Pass me that link when you get a chance. Okay. So, and then, um, cause that'd be cool. Cause I'm also going to film. Oh, cool. Dude, this, this could be cool to see the audience all wearing your masks at a, yeah. at a gig. I mean, it could be a bonus, you know, yeah. it's not, it's not torture. No. And it's, it'll be, I'm excited to perform for 25 humans. I know. <laughs> I know. That are sitting in front of me, even though I had a pretty good, the show last night was actually pretty fun. And I, I was just like this, this friend of, um, you know, my, uh, my, my, my buddy, Robert Jenkins, Detroit yeah. comic, very funny yeah. guy. Um, he, he, so this one woman, people come to the Sunday shows and then they tell me that they're comics. 
And they're right. like, can I get a work in? And I'm like, yeah. Um, and I've had to turn a couple of people down because when they said they were comics, they meant that they had just tried it like once or twice. Yeah, Jackie, and- you got to stop advertising that all someone has to do is tell you they're a comic. You're booking a show. You do book really good comics on your show, even though you <laughs> didn't ping me. But I'm sure the rest of your show was really good as well. Well, and it was, it was, um, yeah, because well, because it's all comics. I just want to see what Dana Eagle is working on. Quite honestly, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Really, she did a great set. Carmen stopped by and did a little work in because she, uh, what happened was this guy Branham was on Carmen's show, mm-hmm. and so I logged into Carmen's show, and Carmen's like, "You want to go next? Jackie Fabulous is up." And I'm like, <laughs> "I'm eating dinner," and she goes, "Okay, you have three minutes." And I was like, no. and she just ignored me, introduced me, and I stood up from the table. Did <laughs> oh, my God. And I sat back down and I said to Andy, I'm so sorry. And he goes, <laughs> to no one's surprise, you did this. Much. You have such a great husband. He just doesn't mind. <laughs> he's, a, he's a good sport and he knows that I've driven mad if I don't do something. So, um so then I asked Carmen if she wanted to do a work in, and she said yes. Yeah. Marie did her show last night, her weird uh, Help Me, Help You, Help Me. Right. On Rush Ticks. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, I don't know, it'll be one o'clock in the morning in Minnesota, but if you'll be up, because she's essentially by her mom's bed. You know, they're right. Right, so, right, right. Um, how, how many tickets does she sell? <laughs> I don't That's know. my first question after her hospice. <laughs> how much does she make right. on that show? <laughs> You at her mother's bedside. It's uh, at her mother's bedside. She get any yeah. work out of that? And uh, <laughs> so she, I don't know, but I, um, but one of a couple of people who were at her show came to my show. Oh, that's cool. I, I thought it was of, really cool. I thought of another thing for you for your live shows is get bring an air filter, bring an air purifier. I'm sorry. I have I have uh, t- two. I have one in the garage for the the guest. <laughs> Yeah, and then I have one in my bedroom, and you know you could uh, you could fit it in a suitcase, just wrap it up really well, put it on stage next to you. They're not super noisy, but it does you know it it grabs the air and filters it. You know, weird. Uh, it is weird. It's okay. I will. I mean, you know, you're protecting the audience as well, so they shouldn't be complaining. You know, I if they're weird. I'd, I'd, if people think. I was so irritated this morning when this woman said to me, I'm not going to live my life in fear. And I'm like, I don't live my life in fear. I'm living my life in science, you fucking weirdo. Well, yeah, but who doesn't live their life in fear? You, I mean, who are these people? You, yeah, you, you're afraid of dying. You're, yeah. you're afraid of not having money. You're, we're, we're afraid all the time. Right. You just had, but, uh, but I am going to, yeah, I'm good. And, and the thing is, is it's not that I'm not going to go on the road again and I'm not going to do this thing. It turns out the thing that is making me is bigger than my fear of getting COVID. Uh, and, and I will be, I will be taking every precaution. Right. Right. Um, right. I'm using all of my frequent flyer miles to fly first class. Yeah. Uh, yes. Yeah. That's what they're for. Yeah, exactly. So uh, <laughs> live it up. And, um, but the, yeah. So, uh, yeah, it was just, it was just irritating to me. Cause I'm like, I, I, I am afraid of stuff and, but I don't, but I'm not going to not do things cause I'm afraid I'm just yeah. going to do them smart. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to be smart about it and I'm going to do what I can do to do it right. 
it just oh it, it literally I was thinking about your son and how I'm still button pushed. I'm still I'm still someone thinks something about me and I'm like he's looking at me thinking I'm a coward. Right, 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 right. Yeah. Um, the thing, like, you know, when you, I feel like now more than ever, when you are doing a road gig, you know, whenever comics are back on the road, the headliner, especially, this is your club that week, right? So before it was like, oh, thank you for the work and, uh, book me back. And now I I feel like it's okay to go, my demands, my writer, (laughs) it's not, I don't need shit in the green room. I need, uh, I need an air purifier on stage near me and I need the audience to be masked and, uh, you know, I'll, I'll fucking hand out the masks before the show if that, and talk to people individually if they need it. Like it, it, it will be more of a hands-on kind of comedy, uh, comedy show, I guess. But I, you know, I, uh, whatever you're doing for you is for them as well. Yeah. 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 And the servers and everybody else who's, who's yeah, working everyone there, you know? is everyone who's yeah I don't know yeah that's I don't know how to say that but I can I can think about how I would say that and then fucking say that yeah so <laughs> I can figure out how to process that and you know because I'm not used to asking for anything me neither me neither just being thank you for the work you're grateful exactly right. yeah thank you for booking female comics. <laughs> we're still thank there you. thank you for liking my comedy it's so funny about um lewis too is that lewis is the kind of guy who's you know i and this is this is not critical because it's it's one of the most amazing things about him is that he's aware that we're in this together i'm doing him a favor he's doing me a favor right 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 and i tend to think of it as i'm doing uh he's doing me a favor he tends to think of it i'm doing him a favor because there's only like a handful of clubs that aren't chains trying to stay alive that are right. pri- that are solo owned that are yeah. open. Right, right, right. And they're open and we talked about it last time is because they're just like the comics that are still doing stand up. It's because they love it so much and they need it. Uh-huh. And that's true of Jared, that's true of Keith, that's true of Lewis and uh-huh. um so I'm talking to Lewis and I'm like man and this, I can't believe I'm going to tell you this story, but that's what this podcast is. I say, Dude, I, I love laying down Jackie. She's just <laughs> letting it all out. I'm like, you I mean, I, I, I was like, Louis, I don't know what you're paying people, but we can, this is a bad year. You can lowball me and it uh-huh. can be real basic headliner money plus hotel. And he goes, oh yeah, yeah. And then there was this beat and he goes, or... I could pay you the lowest I'm paying other people plus air and hotel. And I was like, I would appreciate that. And he's like, yeah, don't worry about it. And so that is, um, yeah. How, so how much lower is it? I'm going to type those type things. both, both sums. I just want to see what's happening. Okay. Um, um, yeah. Do you want to take a break while I type this lying down? No, I think this is compelling podcasting right now. <laughs> Because you're typing something people can't see. You know, that's not bad. That's right. not bad. You know, at one, there, there was a time when Jackie Cation would have been thrilled with that money. Which right. is, see, the first number is what I offered him. The second number is what he told me. Oh. Oh. Wow. That's nice. Yeah. yeah. That's, Lewis goes in the Comedy Club Owner Hall of Fame. Before mm-hmm. this, but definitely. It's, right. And it's, one day sooner. 
<laughs> Finally. And uh, right, did you see that thing on Twitter where someone was like, you should do a good straight white male comic of the week? And it's like, uh, there's millions of them. We don't need to talk about them. They're just, it's like saying I'm a decent white person. That's that's like a problem <laughs> that, that please don't be, you know, there's no award yeah. for not being a monster. Jesus. Well, listen, and, as soon as we write out of funny women, we'll start <laughs> doing guys. Um, All right, let's take a break. Okay. Yeah, let's do that. Guys, guess what? They're back. Function of beauty. I'm they so like excited. Them. They like yeah. us. Apparently, you guys were, you guys like them. Uh, I'm excited. Like them. I love them. I'm just out of eucalyptus shampoo. So I am, I am excited to put another order. Um, but let me read the ad copy as they okay. like it read. Because that's, you know what? It's called capitalism, bitches. I'm part of it. <laughs> guys, Function Beauty creates shampoo, conditioner, and treatments formulated uniquely for you. Here's how it works. You take a quick a thorough quiz. It really is like three questions and you just hit these little buttons that are gigantic. It's not even a quiz. <laughs> it is the loveliest of all idiot quizzes. It's awesome. Yes. It just talks about your hair. Yeah. Tell them a little about your hair. Then your customized formula is bottled and shipped just for you. Their formulas are vegan, cruelty-free. My formula, you can name it. Mine's named Joanne after my mom. They don't use sulfates, parabens, or any of their harmful ingredients. And uh, they would love you to, oh, sorry. Please share your experience with Function to Beat. Website did that. Um, Feel free to tweet at us, your experience. (laughs) Kyle, that that needs to be in a different font. Uh, (laughs) The stage directions. No problem. (laughs) So what are you waiting for, guys? Go to functiontobeauty.com and to get our our, uh, discount slash Jackie Laurie. To take your four-part hair profile quiz, save 20% off your first order. Go to functionofbeauty.com slash Jackie Laurie. 20% off. Let them know you heard about it at our, on our show. One more time. What is it, Jackie? Functionofbeauty.com slash Jackie Laurie. And will you put the link in the notes, Kyle? Yes. There yes, you I go. Will. Look at that. We did it. <laughs> I yeah. feel like the only people who read our notes are other podcast producers. <laughs> <laughs> Hello there, ghouls and gals. It is I, April Wolf. I'm here to take you through the twisty, scary, heart-pounding world of genre cinema on the exhilarating program known as Switchblade Sisters. The concept is simple. I invite a female filmmaker on each week, and we discuss their favorite genre film. Listen in closely to hear past guests like the Babadook director, Jennifer Kent, Winter's Bone director, Deborah Granick, and so many others every Thursday on MaximumFun.org. Tune in if you dare. <laughs> it's actually a very thought-provoking show that deeply explores the craft and philosophy behind the filmmaking process while also examining film through the lens of the female gaze. So, like, you should listen. Switchblade Sisters. Yeah. Um, did you? Okay. So this is, I've, I, so Joe I'm wrote, lying wrote, down by the way. So I'm hoping that Kyle is writing down tags. I'm, for yeah. I'm, I'm not. Yeah. Thank Joe, so Joe Rogan, right? <laughs> yeah. So uh, I'm not a fan, but I am sort of, I'm excited by this situation. I'm interested. I'm fascinated. What you okay. Think? So, so, you know, he went to Spotify, hundred million dollars and Spotify is a shit bag company. They barely pay the comedians and artists anything. And, um, you know, their their CEO or whatever was like, well, I guess you guys are just going to put out an album a year. He's that guy. Remember that guy? 
Oh, wow. No. That's Spotify guy, right? Oh, because weird. People were saying, hey, you're not paying us any money. We're barely getting right, any pennies per play. Right. And it's like, well, sorry, the industry's changed. you got to be on the road all the time. Okay, really? It's COVID. Okay, whatever. So he's a shit. He's a shithead. Right. Okay. And so Rogan, of course, takes a hundred million dollars and I'm a mat. I'd love to see the contract, but I imagine the contract is he says whatever he wants. That's Joe right. Rogan, right. They he did lawyers. I'm sure he, um, sure. Yeah. 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 So you know what you're getting. There's no yeah. way you can't know what you're getting when you're buying you Joe buy Rogan. You buy Joe Rogan. Yes. Right. Okay. So, uh, now some employees are angry about some of his trans stuff. Which is fine. They're, you know, they're... Just the trans stuff? Good for them for, for picking that needle out of a haystack. But Yeah, okay. there's plenty. You could be mad that the comedians are barely getting paid anything. But what you know what? You you pick the things you're mad at. You can't be mad at everything, Jackie. It's so true. It's so, so true. So they're, they're, so now mm-hmm. there's these articles of, oh, Spotify's... An, and they're a publicly traded company, and they've got shareholders. So, so uh, normally when comics jump into that situation, they're, they're kind of like fucked. It's like Shane Gillis, sorry, you know what? SNL, they're going to want you to apologize in a specific way because they're part of NBC, which is part of, uh, I don't need, not even general, uh, excuse me, Comcast, right? It's, it's now you're it gonna, getting bigger and bigger. Yes, yeah. yes. So now you have corporate overlords, you do what they say. So but that's when a, the comic is maybe less famous. So now Rogan, he did them a favor, basically, right? And so, so now he's there. I'm assuming they're not in a position to say, oh, you can't talk about that anymore. And you have to do an apology. Now, he did do an apology about some misinformation about Antifa starting fires in Portland, which, okay. you know, he should. Uh, but, uh, but I'm still, you know, I'm not a fan because I think he's dumb. But I'm also not a fan of Spotify. So part of me is like, what? Like, born between two lovers. (laughs) Two terrible lovers. Two ill informed lovers. (laughs) But if if Rogan can, if they they say, well, you can't say these things about, you know, X, Y, and Z, uh, and Rogan says, well, fuck you, I'm going to say it or I walk. And he walks, he, I, I would imagine he just gets to steal hundred million dollars from Spotify, which is like, yes, I'm team <laughs> back over any giant corporation. Just like I hate Megyn Kelly, but she did fuck over NBC and take tens of millions of dollars from NBC, which they deserved because they're responsible for Donald Trump, right? I don't know. I don't know what I'm saying, but I, but I don't, whoever, who, I don't know who's going to win. content though, so I love that. Go, 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 go. It is time eaten. I don't know. I, 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 I love it if a comic can screw over a corporation that screws over uh, every other comic in the world. Um, Right. But, you know. It's hard to feel sorry for like a shitty club or a shitty uh, employer when a shitty employee does something that you're like, hey, you guys made that. You literally got into bed together and started making out. And it turns out you're stabbing each other while you're making out. And (laughs) I, if I liked that kind of torture porn, I would watch it. But, uh, but I will hear about it secondhand and go, I don't care. I hope (laughs) they both rot in hell. (laughs) So... Well, I, I'm just interested to see how it plays out. Cause it's, (laughs) 
it's always, it's usually the reverse where the artist has no power and they're grateful for the giant money that they got. And in right. this case, I think, I think even though he got massive amount of money, he, uh, he has a ton anyway, like he didn't have to, he didn't need all that money. It, I mean, I don't know his financials, but it seems like he was making shitloads of money on his Patreon or whatever he was doing. So you just told me, and you probably knew this, is that when um, Bezos got divorced and his wife got $35 billion or whatever, mm-hmm. the first thing she did was donate $1.7 billion mm-hmm. to people. Did you see that? Yeah, to uh, historically bunch, black uh, colleges and colleges universities. And a bunch yeah, of yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? And, and, that's and I think funny. she also, the complaint was she also donated to like the really famous ones like Spellman and, and like, there's like smaller ones that are like, Oh, could someone get, give us some money, but whatever, you know what? Right. It's a well, lot of money. It's good. And, and it was interesting because $1.7 billion is clearly what uh, her, uh, her financial advisor told her that she could recoup in a year. Yeah, probably. Right. Cause I mean, that's, yeah. um, because uh, when you when you start thinking about donating those giant bags of money, you want to be able to do it consistently through your life. So you want to refill the coffers. So you can that's how I feel. Money. Yeah, that's how I do it, Jackie. Donated a hundred dollars to the ACLU yesterday. Actually, my entire credit card bill this month is entirely Act Blue oh. and, and and Shower yeah. of Hope and ACLU and all and the yes. food food bank yep. and i'm like what else are you doing oh and i and i in a t-shirt i literally bought a t did you see the t-shirt <laughs> i bought the t-shirt that sarah benincasa was wearing because i want it even though i go nowhere and people see me from the neck up but it <laughs> says uh it says antifa but it's auntie oh that's great it's antifa yeah my act a- blue is bananas yeah, I'm like, I think, because I, I keep getting these credit card bills and going, what the fuck? I don't leave the house. How am I, how do I owe $4,000 this month? And then I'm like, oh, all right, I guess so. You know, now's the time. Now's the time, time to, to throw some money. If exactly. At the people. And mm-hmm. um, yeah, and it, you know, it was a, it was a, I, I had, uh, you know, I, I send these weekly emails out to people to tell them about my Zoom things, mm-hmm. and um, and I I've committed to having to have a uh, an anecdote every week. Yeah, but again, I'm not going anywhere. <laughs> I'm not doing anything. So I'm like, what's the? And I, so I asked Andy. I was like, what's this week's anecdote, Andy? And he goes, well, we got that new board game. And I was like, yes, yes, that can be the end. And it is a fun, it's a fun board game, but whatever. Yeah. But, but, but so I put underneath it the pep talk that uh, one of my friends called and she was literally, she was on the ropes, man. And, uh, and she was like, I, she, but she watches, tell, she watches the TV news. Yeah. 24-7. And I was like, stop listening to the voices. Read the news. If you want to be terif- terrified and full of rage, you can still do it if you just read the news. Yeah, I mean, The There's Atlantic will hit you on every level. If you go yeah. to The Atlantic magazine, uh, it, their COVID coverage is incredible. And, uh, you know, they also do, poly- obviously. Are you a subscriber? Yeah. Jackie, I am. Yes. Well, I, was, I was just thinking, I don't donate 4000 a month to Act Blue, but it's every single, you know, there's just some months lately where, I mean, I, I subscribe to a ton of, newspapers <laughs> like we're at places I've never been to because I'm trying to c- contribute to local media you know what I mean yeah. and whatever I don't know yeah 
it's uh, it's a tax write off too. Yeah, yeah, to have the incorporated. Yeah, mm-hmm. and but I and I and I'm nowhere near that. But then I I don't have a steady works right now. But um, true. But it yep. is yes. But I, I, I am, and and we're all doing as much as we can. So I appreciate right. I, you're doing as much as you can, which is a little just more than I can, which is awesome. Yeah, for the yeah, I mean, it's it, obviously it'll scale right back after the election. But I I can't, you know, if, if somebody's within two percentage points, I'm like click, 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 <laughs> click. Hey, comic of the week, by the way. Speaking of being within two percentage points, let's get let's give this woman a that segue made no sense whatsoever. Nope. But uh, I, I like that you tried. Um, our uh, wait, what's what's her last name? Prescott. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Our comic is Julia Prescott. She's very funny. Uh, I just did a Zoom show with her. She's a, also a Simpsons writer. What the fuck? Uh, Julia Prescott is spelled as you would think Prescott is spelled. She's from the, the Prescott Prescotts. And I and I watched I watched her clip and I was like, oh no, I recognize these jokes. Yeah, yeah. I've seen her. She's really funny. Yeah, Julia Prescott, and it's just at Julia Prescott. Right? At Julia Prescott. Yeah, Julia. Uh, yeah. Julia, and she is a delight. And, One of my uh, best friends that. on earth. Oh, oh there cool. you go. Oh, that's cool. So good for you and good for her. And uh, put her on your Zoom show until mm-hmm. uh, there's regular shows again. So this weekend, I am going, I'm driving up to Santa Cruz. And uh, I'm doing uh, outdoor shows um, for DNA. Yeah. At the oh, Santa Cruz cool. Comedy Festival. So I'm doing a 4.30 and a 7.30 on Saturday and Sunday. And uh, I'm so excited. <laughs> you know, I, I just haven't gone outdoors in a long time. I did the Tammy show one weekend, but uh, beyond that, it's still just Zoom shit, you know? Yeah. Yeah, that's, uh, oh, that's awesome. Yeah. So, oh, cool. Um, and uh, it's like a six-hour drive. Yeah. I'm going to take uh, my son and he can do his schoolwork um, at the hotel room on Monday. And then we'll drive back here and do our, our show Monday night. Yeah. Um, and oh, right. uh, that's right. Do you remember who it's? Um, yes. Wait, I love it. Cause, cause yeah, we're doing another Jack and Lori showcase show. Got it. Okay. On Monday. Yeah. Do the lineup. If you okay. Got Ashley Ray, Christine Levine, uh, out of Texas, very, I mean, excuse me, Arizona. Uh, She's amazing. Oh, yeah, she's great. Felicia Michaels, our great, great friend, Felicia Michaels, and Naomi Ekparagin. Ekparagin. I almost transposed the P and the K. Anyway, it's a killer lineup. It'll be really fun. Please uh, tune in uh, to uh, our show on uh, on Monday night at Flapper, 7 p.m. Uh, Pacific. And if you're anywhere in the, in the South Bay of uh, Northern California, uh, come to the outdoor shows in Santa Cruz. Um, I'm so excited, you know, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. Saturday and Sunday doing sets. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I'll drive up Sunday early Saturday and do the four thirty, And then in between, I have two zoom shows. <laughs> like I have a seven, I'm on I, DNA. So my, my set time is like eight twenty. <laughs> I know it's eight twenty to eight forty, Right. So I, I'm going to do a fundraiser on zoom it's a seven thirty show, so hopefully she can switch and put me up early. And then I'm doing Cat uh, Alvarado's doing some fundraiser. I'm doing the eleven o'clock show, uh, so that'll be four in one night. There you go, you're back. Yeah, uh, yeah I think Saturday I have a Biden uh, benefit, and then I hmm. have a um, 
a, 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 a coroner in Indiana who wants to be the first trans coroner in the country. Oh. And I'm doing a benefit for, uh, for that person. Cool. Who um, I don't have enough information about, but I'm in. I'm on board. It's, so. it's interesting that they know, uh, like, they break it down by profession. Like, is there, is there like, a, a, a group that's like, all right, someone's got to be the first trans coroner. It's you. The, well, the thing about the coroner that's, so, that's, that's important is that when uh, a trans person dies, they mm-hmm. put their birth name on their death certificate and, instead of the, their preferred name. Oh. So. Because uh, for some reason, they give a shit. It doesn't have anything to do with you. How about you just, it's a death certificate. They're a dead person. Let them be dead under the name they live their lives. Yeah, true. And uh, so it's, it's, uh, it's pissing. Oh, they, are, they are putting their dead name on their death certificate. Maybe they, sh- they just needed uh, an extra, I-, I don't know. You know what? I was just trying to connect. But I was like, <laughs> it's not that funny. And uh, it doesn't even make a good point. Well, it, it's like my sequitur. It didn't go anywhere. But Let's there. fix all this with the second Max Fun Break. Yes. Judge Don Hodgman won a Webby in the comedy podcast category. After 10 years of production, Judge John Hodgman has finally won the Susan Lucci of the Webbies. What is Judge John Hodgman? Comedy writer and television personality John Hodgman settles disputes between friends, family, co-workers, partners, and more. Is Machine Gun a robot? Should a grown adult tell his parents about his tattoos? Should a family be compelled to wear matching outfits on vacation? Listen to Judge John Hodgman to find out the answers to these age-old disputes and more. If you haven't listened to Judge John Hodgman, now is a great time to start. Judge John Hodgman is available on MaximumFun.org and wherever you get your podcasts. We did it! Yay! We're back. Okay. Uh, where are we at, Kyle? We are at 44 minutes. Okay. 16 more minutes. Mm-hmm. Interesting. So... <laughs> and I, let's, let's dare ourselves to not mention uh, rapists. Oh, let's there you go. It. Let's do it. Um, that's cool. I can tell you that um, I did another chunk of... I added a big chunk to my dad set mm-hmm. that actually fixes something that is easily five years old in that bit. Because that bit, I've literally oh. off and on been working on that story for five years. Right. My dad helped that guy with his hospital bills. Oh, yeah. Years. Yeah, yeah. So um, Is that guy so, still alive, by the way? Oh, the old guy? I don't yeah. know. Okay. That, uh, I'm, he would be 98 or 99 years old. Mm-hmm. I did talk to my Aunt Alice this week, and uh, my Aunt Alice was telling me how much she likes to get dressed up, but she has a hard time getting dressed up um, because she is 94, and uh, she she has a bunch of dresses that you have to put your arms up, and my Aunt Alice never complains about pain, Yeah, and she said, but I can't lift my arms anymore, and I was like, you can't? How, wh- how is this the first time I'm hearing about this? And she's like, well, what do you care? You're not, you're not here. I mean, that's so yeah. she likes to, Ro- she, is that rotator cuff stuff? Like, uh, my mom's best friend, uh, uh, who I talk to, uh, sometimes, um, like fell in the shower. It's a classic, Oh God, 
you know what? We got to start, get out of showers as soon as possible. <laughs> Shower, showers are intense. They're, they, they want to get you, right? So uh, fine. we got we to gotta start finding another way to wash ourselves pretty soon. Um, but so she, so she uh, in breaking the fall, she uh, tore something in her, her rotator cuff, I guess. And it's really, and now she can't drive because she can't do, you know, just put the, the uh, transmission in the proper place. So, uh, yeah. Um, yeah, that sucks. And the other thing, uh, as a, as a Catholic, she's, uh, my aunt, my great aunt, she's telling me, she was like, you know what this uh, Catholic friend of mine told me is that, uh, I, cause I asked her if she went to church last weekend mm-hmm. and she said, I didn't because a friend of mine who's a Catholic said that if you're over 65 and it's hard to go, you don't have to go to church. And I said, in the Catholic church? And she goes, I think it's true in all churches. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, uh, and, I was, and she said, and I am over 65. And I said, thanks for letting me in on that, Ann Alice. Uh, uh, I have news for you guys. You never have to go to church. How yeah, about you that? You don't have to go to church at all. It doesn't matter. Yeah, you're good. And um, I swear, I do not, like, I don't feel uh, a sense of my parents as spirits or anything like that, you know? I feel maybe it's this house. Like I, I keep looking at the house. It, it, it was almost sold, and then it went back on the market. And part of me's like, oh. your, your your childhood home, essentially. The, yeah, the, the one creek. we the one yeah. they just sold. My mom just sold in yeah. 2016, right? And um, yeah, the one they you know they basically cleared out any uh, any ties to my parents by making yeah. it beautiful, you know. <laughs> But the upstairs bathroom still looks like shit. I'm like, thank you for leaving me one crumb of uh, the the 1980s. I saw despair. the pictures that you that you showed. It was an mm-hmm. adorable picture of your mom and your boy. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's like cute. It's always so cute when you see a little one. <sighs> yeah, he's now six six or however tall he is. Yeah, yeah, I know. He his his friend. His his same age friend is over, and it, it, he, my son looks like this kid's father. It's <laughs> it's ridiculous. <laughs> um, poor guy, because I I kind of like the thing that happened at dog training. I I think you know people don't know he's thirteen. Like he he might look like seventeen or eighteen or something. And so yeah. I think they that when he acts like a thirteen year old, uh, you know maybe he gets a little get bit more of a reaction than if they'd known he was 13, you know? Yeah. Yeah. They would have cut him more slack if he were smaller. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But he's, yeah, he's, he looks like an adult man. Yeah. So. Um, but uh, uh, what were you we just talking about? Oh yeah. So I don't even know, like, I, you know, I'm just, I'm feeling very sad and uh, uh, sad that I don't feel like this connection to, you know, their souls, you know, Right. <laughs> like, oh, it's just done. That's it. That's done. They're done. And uh, and now I need to create the same feeling that they created for me, for my son, and not wallow in nostalgia in the past too much because he's here and we're in this house. And this is the house that he's going to have the same feelings for that I have for that house. And uh, I don't want to be absent, um, you know, and miss right. stuff uh, in this very important time where, you know, uh, you know, he's just on Zoom and then he's home and and it's, you know, he's a solitary guy anyway. But then when there's no, 
you know, there's no interaction with any kids. There's no forced interaction. I mean, that's what I love about stand-up comedy. It forced me to get out of the house. It forced me to have plans every New Year's Eve. It yeah. forced me to have a life and have and go go places and know and talk to people, you right, know. Right. And left to my own devices, I would never leave my room, you know? I would just be doing laps in a pool over and over and over again. (laughs) It's a solo activity, swimming. Yeah. uh, So, you know... Uh, it's, it's, I'm sure everyone's having these, these problems in their own yeah. way, some, in some way, you For know, sure. it, um, I just hate, you, I, I'm so, really, okay. Go ahead. No, no, no. I'm just like, like so fucking pissed for all, all kids right now. You know, they're just getting, they're just getting screwed so much, you know? And if there's any year to miss, I guess it's eighth grade. Eighth grade kind of sucks, <laughs> but I don't want him to miss high school. He doesn't want to miss high school. And there's like seniors. This some these are a lot of kids senior <coughs> senior year right now. It's fucking awful. Yeah, I was feeling really bad for like the hot twenty year olds going. Oh, these are these are golden years. You're not getting laid. Oh, it is. Oh, that that's a shame. I mean, it's good for us. We should be kept under wraps at our age now. So. <laughs> We win on every level. Uh. <laughs> did you, I was going to ask you a swimming question, if I might. Mm-hmm. Uh, did you ever do any synchronized swimming? No. It's so fucking hard. It's super hard, right? It's like it's incredibly hard. They have to hold their breath for so long. And then they got to put their leg up into the sky. Yeah, it's not just sitting underwater. Oh, You're doing... Time. You have to you have to move at the same time that your partner moves. I mean, it's you're synchronized to music. You're not synchronized to each other. I mean, right. you should be moving at the same time because you're both doing the same moves. But fuck, it's hard. And they 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 are in the water like six hours a day. Yeah, you know, some of it's hanging on the wall, but they're in the water six hours a day. Even swimmers, it's it's you know usually four. Right, Nancy Cation loved those movies, man. That uh, that old lady who the, uh, the Ethel Ethel Merman, Merman? I think no yes no was she a singer Ethel I know who you're talking singer. about but it was yeah it was the isn't her the son singer? Lorenzo Lamas the uh, hold on no, I'm gonna look up Lorenzo Lamas mom but the um, <laughs> but I will say is that she loved those those old movies with the synchronized swimming yeah and did you ever watch them when you were uh, a kid uh, no maybe I saw a few not really. Yeah. I mean, they, they'd be on like, like them. that'd be interesting for me. Maybe not for you. <laughs> I just finished Borgen. Oh my God. It's so good. Jackie. That's awesome. It's really I, good. The, the I just, t- I'm reading the new X factor. Does anyone care Ooh. about that? It's really good. Nice. Um, yeah. It's an it, X-Men Lori comic doesn't. book. Lori doesn't, but, <laughs> but there's, there's a lot of the, the cool thing about some of these, um, I mean, you know it from manga and anime is how dark this stuff can get. Oh, my God. And, I know. Yeah. Um, I, I'm not a huge fan of super dark, sad sack comic books. But, um, but we, have, we have some in the stack. So I'm just plowing through, just trying to catch up. The Promised Neverland has some of the darkest themes I have ever encountered. And I can't believe it's a kid's anime. I mean, it's an anime and, but like, it's, yeah, it's really good. We just, we're watching Mob Psycho and we're watching One Piece too, but One Piece has 900 episodes. And so there's there's no rush. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But fucking, they're great characters in One Piece. How far along are you? Oh, no. 
No, I'm I'm no? so I'm literally I haven't watched any since the last time we talked, which is two weeks. Oh, okay. So, um, we we try I, to do oh go ahead. What do you try to do? How much? We do like one or two one pieces a night, and then um, we'll do a little bit of a, an anime that's just like one or two seasons. So right, we just did, I think, Erased or something. And then, uh, great, great. And then um, uh, now we're doing Mob Psycho, uh, which is also really good. And it's like two or three seasons. Andy had a good uh, comic book that he thought that uh, your young man would enjoy. Oh, okay. So that he pulled and put to the side, which okay. I the name of right now. He was like, the art on it is really cool. Oh, cool. Great, uh, wonderful. So, yeah. Awesome. So just a little more reading uh, and uh, and art for, because he likes, he likes it. Yeah, we finished Blubber. What a, <laughs> what a horrible story. The <laughs> yeah, Blubber's dumb. Uh, it really uh, is. It's it's these. I mean, I knew uh, girls were that mean when I was. Were you? Did you have mean girls in your life? I was so not present for my entire junior high years that I'm sure I I remember. I remember them uh, being mean to me, but me not registering because I was like, as far as I could tell, I was not present. So, yeah. um, though Chad Daniels. Actually, I remember a joke he did about nine-year-old girls, but I wonder if he did a joke later when his daughter was like 13, because his daughter's like 16 or 17 now. Yeah. And, um, yeah, uh, children are horrible. <laughs> did, I, did I tell you about our, the dentist my best friend and I used to make fun of, the dental student? No. We used to sing a song to him. Yeah. Should I sing the song? Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, I'm sure you're the hero of this story. Let's hear it. Okay. His name was Matt Gass. And so my friend oh. Jill and I would sing at the top of our lungs at the swim club to him. I hope Gasser dies. I really hope he dies. It's a one of a kind, a one of a kind. I hope Gasser dies over and over again. Wow. While he sat in the admissions booth, just chiseling teeth. Because he was studying to be a dentist. Oh, God. Mm-hmm. Oh, he is. Uh, I mean, he was like in his 20s and we were like 11. So yeah. I, I don't think he felt, you know, threatened. Right, right. <laughs> just like, I know. who are these fucking asshole girls? Right. They're just, it literally, I remember being in my 20s and doing some childcare and, and how mean children were. Yeah. I was always a, I was always a, I've never been able to dress myself. I've always been slightly overweight. I've always been a bit of a goon. Yeah. And, uh, and there's nothing who, I think it's John Mulaney. Mm-hmm. John Mulaney said that uh, he does that bit about how if he sees a 13 year old boy, he crosses the street. <laughs> <laughs> because he's afraid of 13-year-old boys because they will find the thing that you still care about mm-hmm. and, and resort you. And, and you're like, I see that bit. Yeah, it's true. Oh, and it is accurate <laughs> to a fault. Yeah, that's this. Okay, so you're going, when are you going to go up to, D- to DNAs? Oh, I'm going to drive up on Saturday and um, do do my show Saturday and Sunday, and then we'll come back on uh, Monday, like I said, and uh, we'll you and I are hosting our show. Okay, so we'll probably we'll probably do our this show the Zoom sh- uh, on Sunday in between it all. Oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll figure it out. Yeah, I'll be. Yeah, yeah. Different backdrop next week. Mm-hmm. Pretty exciting, yeah. guys. Hotel art. 
you should get, hook hook the world up with some real. What kind of hotel is it? Is it's it a nice chain? hotel. It's the hotel. Did, did you do his his room? I did. I'm not. I'm not announcing the hotel I'm staying at. Right. But, uh, room number. Please don't. <laughs> but it's that hotel, which I liked a lot. Yeah, I, I like. I can't yeah. remember. It's all. Do you, but it was nice. Good. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I remember looking. enjoying the uh, crisp uh, sheets. Oh yeah, crisp sheets are nice. And you know what I love about function function of beauty, by the way, is. What? is I realized as I was pouring giant gobs of shampoo, because I love lots of shampoo, right? Just, okay. uh, that uh, I, I just had so many little hotel shampoos that I lived off of for the last, like, 20 years, you know, where you're just, like, oh. banging them against your palm trying to get <laughs> four drops out. Yeah. And, and I'm like, oh, this is this just big, fat bottle, and it's just lush, and it just <laughs> fucking drips out of my fingers, and I thrust it on my head. I love it. Functionofbeauty.com slash Jackie Laurie to get 20% off your first order. Yeah, that's the one. Oh, interesting. Uh, Where are we at, Kyle? You guys got two and a half minutes left. No, 2.15. (laughs) We went and saw a movie, uh, uh, and and when we went to the drive-in, they gave me a free poster of Wonder Woman. And so I can't wait uh, to... To throw it away? Oh, come across. Okay. We went and saw New Mutants. It was three weeks ago. It's all a blur. I um, literally, I'm in the guest room doing this podcast because I needed to be in another room. Yeah, I needed to not be out in the garage. I spent six hours in the garage yesterday. That's what I feel like. What we need to prepare for winter, all, all of us, wherever you live, is if you can find different different little places to be. Uh, for whatever things you have to do so you're not always in the same place you know carve out a little corner if you have like a balcony or an outdoor space just little places to go so at least it feels like you're going to different places in your living space (laughs) right I saw a thing on um so I've been uh sort of watching the Zac Efron travel around the world and be the biggest dude bro he is such a groover man he he's got to be 35 years old Mm-hmm. But I think he just, like, he, and he's hanging out with this 50-year-old guy named Darren, who's a guru. And um, and they talked about this wall garden where you build a wall, you put pots in it, and it and it's kind of a nice background. And you could do, like, all different herbs and stuff. Anyway, it's... Yes! Uh, whatever yeah, you it, can do. Yeah, I think uh, it's the London episode. It was pretty good, actually. I, I'm pretty sure we're mostly going to be indoors for the winter, everybody. So, uh, you know, if you can take your time to to put something extra special in your place now, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> it's been great. Got to go. All right. Bye. MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Audience supported.